0: Hey there, this is Pastor Kurt from Christ United Methodist. You want to know the secret to living a spiritual life, uh, a life that is satisfying and keeps you from being egocentric, um, keeps you from envying other people, keeps you from going, "Ah, I just wish I was like that. I could dance like that, or I could sing like Mariah, whatever. The secret is is found in in Jesus telling people, uh, what the greatest commandment is. And who knew that the law would set people free? But it is love God and then love your neighbor as you love yourself. If you want to know more, please check out on our, uh, our Facebook group or on YouTube, okay? That's where the rest of this devotion will be. Thanks. I hope you live your fullest spiritual life by loving God, loving your neighbor as you love yourself. If you want to know more, go ahead and click over there. So if you've gotten this far, you click somewhere else, and thank you for joining us. Um, the greatest commandment, Matthew chapter 22, verses 34 through 40. This is a section of scripture where Jesus has been arguing with the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. They've been coming at him saying, you're not doing it right. You're right. And he's like, hey, oh, I'm the son of God. And they're like, oh, and they get all angry, right? midst of that conflict, he, is, he has um, told them that they, he's about to tell them that they are uh, terrible people who lead people to hell. Ah! Anyway, pretty, pretty heavy stuff in chapter 23. But here in chapter 22, 34 through 40, sorry about that camera shuffle. My dog just like laid down on the leg of the tripod. Um, it says, hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, The Pharisees got together, and one of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question: (coughs) "Excuse me, teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law?" Jesus replied, "Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength. This is the first and greatest commandment. The second commandment is like it, though: love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments." This is God's word for God's people. Let's say, thanks be to God. So that phrase, the law and the prophets there at the end, for those of you who are going through the Bible in a year, you've heard me talk about the Tanakh, the Torah, the Nechuvim, the Ketuvim, law and the prophets, all of what we call the Hebrew Bible. It is the whole tradition hangs on those two commands. And the thing I love about this is it helps us to live in balance and balance is so lacking today. But if you live in the balance of this commandment, of when when we start with loving our neighbors first, that seems like it would be really the good thing. Love your neighbors, love love other people, but that can become an idol. There are some Christians who are so focused on social justice that they forget about God. And there's nothing wrong with social justice, but the doing of the right thing turns you into a human doing, not a human being, right? God made you a human being, a person who is called to exist in peace, right? Loving your neighbor first can turn you into a human doing, or it can turn you into somebody who puts those others up on a pedestal and looks, I wish I could be like them. I wish I could dance like that. I wish I could sing like Mariah, right? And we idolize the other, and we miss the beauty God has created in us. Likewise, if we start with loving ourselves, then what happens is we put ourselves up on that pedestal very often and we're like I'm the best and you all are right? And we are we place ourselves as the center of the universe and we become narcissistic, we become egotistical and that it leads to a whole host of troubles, right? And neither one of those is God's best for you. But when we love God first, when we put God on on the at the center of our life, on the on the throne of our life, when we say, God, you are the most important, we love God with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind, all our strength. We pour ourselves completely into God. Then what happens is God pours back into us and shows us who we are in God's sight. That we are beloved children. That we are redeemed, that we are restored, that we are renewed, that we are new in Christ Jesus, that we are a new creation, that we are beloved children of God. It's good, good, good. And then it is that love that God has poured into us and then pours out onto others. And so we're able to love them as fellow children of God and we, we embrace them and welcome them as co-heirs with Christ. It helps us have balance. And it is the secret of a spirit-filled life to live this great commandment. Let me pray for us. God, help us to live in the balance of loving you with all we are and loving ourselves as you love us and then letting that love pour out onto our neighbors so that they know that they matter to you because they've mattered to us. We ask this in Jesus' name, and all God's people said, amen. Hey, thanks for joining me today. We're trying a little bit of a new format, just in case you didn't notice, and you probably did. Um, but uh, if you if you did notice, um, we, we're trying this new format of about a minute of just, hey, here's here's secret. If you don't want to watch more, that's fine. If you do, here's where it is. And so um, we're trying that. I will probably be linking the main video on our page until we figure out how to use it on the group. So we're, we're, we're still experimenting, but anyway, God bless you. We love you. I'll talk to you later.